Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the Worship books. And my name is Stephen Field, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent his Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We start this day humbly, acknowledging that our thoughts, words and actions have not always been a true reflection of the light and life of God in our workplaces. And we start this day with hope. Because God's mercy is new every morning and God promises us grace for each new day. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God, creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to be aware of your desire to work through us today, empowered by your spirit modeling Jesus. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 119, verses 81 to 88. My soul faints with longing for your salvation, But I have put my hope in your word. My eyes fail looking for your promise. I say, when will you comfort me? Though I am like a wineskin in the smoke, I do not forget your decrees. How long must your servant wait? When will you punish my persecutors? The arrogant dig pits to trap me contrary to your law. All your commands are trustworthy. Help me, for I am being persecuted without cause. They almost wiped me from the earth, but I have not forsaken your precepts. In your unfailing love, preserve my life, that I may obey the statutes of your mouth. Our Bible reading for today is from Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, and 1 John chapter 3, verses 16 to 18. Two passages that remind us of how important being humble and serving others are. Hear the word of the Lord. You, my brothers and sisters, are called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another in love. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Last time I talked about Jesus-shaped leadership, 
and encouraged us to lead like Jesus. There are two postures of leaders that Jesus introduced to the world. Previously, they would have been the antithesis of what a leader was considered to be. The first posture is humility. In the Greco-Roman world into which Jesus was born, the predominant values were receiving honour and boasting of one's achievements. In stark contrast, Jesus taught humility. He said, The greatest among you will be your servant, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. However, more importantly, he exemplified humility, reluctant to let even others boast about what he had done, and letting others name him, and finally, allowing himself to die a humiliating death on a cross. One of the first hymns of the church celebrates the humility displayed by Jesus. You can read it in Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 to 11. Jesus left heaven and his rightful place as God to become human for our sakes and was obedient even to the point of death on a cross. Paul exhorted all Christians to demonstrate Jesus' character by themselves being humble. The second posture demonstrated by Jesus is servanthood. While humility is an inward-looking virtue, something we cultivate and that becomes part of us and is internalised, serving others is outwardly focused. Serving was again something that Jesus taught and modelled. He said, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. He also set an example through beautiful acts of service, the most famous being the washing of the disciples' feet at the Last Supper. He said, Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also shall wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. The wisdom of these postures for leadership is recognised by those who study leadership today. In a famous study by Jim Collins, he examined those companies who had moved from good to great and defined the determining characteristics as level five leadership demonstrated by the CEO. A level five leader, he said, builds enduring greatness through a paradoxical blend of personal humility and professional will. Collins explains that this was not what he expected, but he could not ignore the evidence. In a follow-up study published after the global financial crisis, which led to the book How the Mighty Fall, Collins described the stages of downfall of once great corporations. And he said it was hubris born of success, which led to undisciplined pursuit of more, followed by a denial of risk and peril, then grasping for salvation until final capitulation to irrelevance or death. It is remarkable how many of these stages involve an attitude that is the antithesis of a focus on serving others. Jesus' posture of service was again promoted and modelled by the leaders of the early church. Paul, the church planter, said to serve one another humbly in love. John, the gospel writer, said this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. And Peter, the church leader in Rome, said, 
Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. You can be humble and serve. Do you think you display humility? Do you seek to serve others in the workplace? Share your thoughts with God. humble is contrary to our human nature. The psalmist reveals that we need to draw near to God to learn it and to be seen as distinct from the arrogant around us. Do you put your hope in God's word? Do you make time to draw close to God, to long for him? How about you do that now? Imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, So, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead and particularly any new understanding about the need to be humble and to serve? the example of Jesus to our leading. Help us to lead like Jesus. Grow in us the virtue of humility. Help us to humble ourselves. Grant us also an attitude of service. Show us creative ways we might serve others. Help us to see how we might influence others for your sake and for their sake. Help us also to be excellent followers. 
Help us to glorify you and not ourselves in our leading. C.S. Lewis said, The key to humility is not thinking less of ourselves, but thinking of ourselves less. And one way we can do that is by focusing on others. Think of the people in your workplace. Who can you serve today? Maybe you can help them out with a task. Maybe you can write them a note of encouragement. Maybe you can celebrate an achievement. Maybe you can simply do a menial task that shows you care. We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that you can be humble and serve. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before him. So now it's time to go to work. Go into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Kara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them now. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Cara Martin and Stephen Field, and it is edited by Stephen Field on behalf of Worship on the Way in conjunction with Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. Bible readings are from the New International Version. Prayer music is by Deep Instrumental. Other music sourced through Epidemic Sounds. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, you can be humble and serve.